Hello and welcome to the Franchise Growth Pod, a podcast created by the team here at AC Inc. and your resource for all things mindset, franchisee performance, profitability, leadership, marketing, pretty much everything you need to know to get to your next stage of growth. We like to think of this podcast as friends chatting franchising on a rooftop patio over a glass of wine or maybe a whiskey. So if you love action steps, genuine conversations, and growing your business, settle in and let's talk franchise growth. Hello and welcome back to the Franchise Growth Pod. This is Belle, Director of Marketing at AC Inc. And I am back with Mr. Brecken Gage, Franchise Growth Advisor. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Belle. Thanks so much for having me back. And nobody calls me Mr. So, uh, well, today is the day. First time for everything. They have a lot of other names for me, but not never Mr. I don't know what came out of my mouth. I sometimes I don't really think too much about the intros. And then I'm like, wait, do I just say their name? Do I say their first name? I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, Angela called me out actually pretty hard a couple weeks ago saying that everyone is my favorite. So now (laughs) I did hear that podcast. And I actually think you may have done that with me as well. Oh, I'm sure. I don't know. I dare anyone to come up with like a fun, good way to open every single podcast like this. That's <laughs> challenging. How are you doing lately? What's been going on? I know you've been doing lots of awesome client work and you got kids in school and um, it's like fall-ish, I guess, winter-ish, um, depending on the day. <laughs> what is yes. happening? Uh, now, same old, same old. Honestly, things are awesome. I, I'm so fortunate. My life is awesome. I work with these amazing people. I've got great clients. My kids are both healthy and uh, my wife's amazing. And yeah, my family's everyone's safe. So I'm I'm just really grateful. And uh, yeah, nothing bad going on. It's I am super excited about the AC retreat in January, obviously. Um, but other than that, nothing. Uh, and then the family vacation at Christmas this year will be fun too. So you are so annoying for being sorry. just so happy. <laughs> sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. I'm so, I'm so lucky. It's <laughs> no, yeah. I'm 100% teasing. Um, but I'm so happy to hear that. It's so, so nice. I mean, obviously you and I get to catch up on weekly meetings and stuff, but I do love the podcast open up a chance to just hear what's been going on and good to hear that everyone's doing well. Um, as far as like client stuff that you have going on and obviously retreat, um, I know I'm also very excited. It is very snowy outside my window and has been for the past month already. Oh my um, goodness. I am very ready for some sunny beaches. Um, yes. We've actually had a few people on the team um, on like, I guess like small mini vacations and people yeah. kind of hopping off to beaches and stuff just for a few days at a time and posting photos in our our chats and stuff. And I, I said to someone today, I said, no resentment at all. Of course, no resentment of me just watching several people over the past couple months, like posting these lovely vacation photos. Yeah, you don't sound resentful at all, Bella. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> no, no, it sounds very legitimate. <laughs> it's pretty funny, but I am getting very excited for the tr- retreat, not just obviously because of the beach, but I miss the franchise community when you, um, when you get to spend that personal time together, it is so, so special. And when it's been too long, it's been way too long. And the AC community is unique. I've never seen anything like it. It is amazing. And that last retreat last year, I thought, oh, that, the best, that was the best franchisee event I'd ever been to, for sure, a franchise event. And then this year, I know it's, I mean, having seen the plan and what we're working on in the background, it's going to be, it's gonna, we're leveling up. It's amazing. Oh, yes. We we just uh, completed our retreat agenda. So if anyone's listening in real time um, and wants to go check out, we have a post coming out about it in the next uh, next week. 
and uh, we'll be sending it out to you know our guests and um, in uh, email newsletters and stuff like that. So if uh, yeah, if you're listening in real time, we're sending out a bunch of that information. The topics are so good. We really, um, I'm really loving the angle of um, the franchisee support and um, the creating raving fans, which is kind of our overall theme of the the uh, retreat, which is going to be so amazing because it applies to so many different pieces and for so many different like levels of growth. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really stoked on the topics that are coming out of the, the agenda. Well, and it makes sense, right? I even look at the clients I'm working with and that's almost that's exactly what we're trying to do, right? Like it's all about getting your, whoever it is you're working with, your franchisees, your suppliers, potential partners, like it's just, yeah, it, it makes sense. It's um, it's the natural evolution of a, of a business system. So it's okay. pretty exciting. I think people are going to love it. Yeah. And just even the, the converting, like what raving fans means in your system and really thinking like when you have, as you said, like when you have, when your suppliers are raving fans of you, there's referrals, there's amazing connection. There's, you know, there's the, the brand building and the reputation awareness and all those things. So it's about kind of, and you know, franchisee obviously being raising fan, raving fans is a huge thing because that that's the friend dev. It's the profitability. It's oh. so much that, but but going back to like, what does that actually mean, right? For every single connection that you make as a business owner, um, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to think that something like that can apply to so many different pieces and, and create so many different um, results in ROI. Let's go. That's good. Cool. Yeah, we're very excited, obviously. Um, I am also excited, actually, about our topic today. Um, oh, shoot. I was supposed to say it right off the bat. There's another thing I have to think about adding into our intro and uh, giving people a little bit of a heads up on what topic we are going to be covering today. Um, and we're just going to hop right in, actually. So I didn't announce it, but now you know. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about um, the, the dynamics. I'm not even sure how we're going to say this. The dynamics of the relationship between a coach and a franchise owner or a business owner or franchise owner, right? But that that delicate relationship, and obviously we specialize in field coaching and franchisee support, profitability, engagement. And yeah. we get lots of questions all the time about that, that interesting dynamic of the, the coach relationship to the franchise owner specifically as a field coach um, and coaching in general as well, because we do a lot of one-on-one -on -one, um, coaching. Uh, and I, I want to know your take on it. So it's a very interesting relationship. It's a very interesting dynamic. Um, you have been on both ends. So maybe give some background on that and then kind of your take on the relationship in general. Well, yeah, I have been, again, I, I was a franchisee for 20 years, two different systems. I've had numerous franchise or business coaches in my career as a franchisee. Uh, and it's hilarious because I'm the guy who went from the young, arrogant idiot, frankly, who didn't think he needed coaching to being a business coach. So, or a field business coach. So, um, and, and honestly, it was, I, I, I had a coach who pulled me aside one day and I was just like, what are you doing? Like you're doing, you're not listening to anybody. You think, you know, better. Mm -hmm. There are hundreds of years of experience and people trying to help you or, or dozens of years of experience, I should say, and you're just ignoring them because you think, you know, better at, after what running a business for 10 years, like yeah. it was, it was such a great talk. And I actually, in the moment I got all upset and I was like, oh, I'm, I know better than that guy. I went home and I just looked at myself in the mirror. I was like, you're an idiot. Yeah. And, and, and so I figured it out and I started listening to coaches and oh my gosh, if it wasn't for coaching and peer coaching and I, I, I shudder to think where my businesses would have gone. And, you know, I know the topic, one of the things we're going to talk about today is having those tough conversations. Mm -hmm. One of the reasons that that conversation with my that first coach went so well is because he did it with me. He read me 
he knew how I would respond. And he knew the approach with me was straight, you know, cards on the table, but he did it nicely. He didn't yell at me. He wasn't like aggressive. It was really done from a place of caring. And um, it was a tough conversation, but he handled that guy. And that, that's, a, that's a really great point. And, and thank you again for providing that context of, of your background, because I think that is one of the reasons you have this very interesting perspective on the whole process, right, of, of, of field coaching, of franchisee support and, and accountability and all those pieces. And tough conversations is definitely something I wanted to touch on with that, because the relationship is really interesting in the way that um, as a coach, as, as someone who's trying to support and, and uh, help you succeed as a franchisee, right, these are field coaches within, you know, your franchise system who are um, supporting your owners, and then also creating that accountability, that roadmap, the, the mm-hmm. planning, the goal setting, the, hey, what are you doing in this type of marketing or whatever it is, right? So there's there's so much that you have to have such a positive, good relationship. But as you just mentioned, those tough conversations can come up so easy and so frequently too, um, and not necessarily awful conversations, just tougher ones, ones where you have to maybe hold someone a bit accountable if they're putting something off or um so in your experience, like with those tougher conversations and kind of the relationship you have to build, like what are, I mean, maybe examples of the, what those conversations could be, but then also like what are things that have really helped or maybe coaches have, that you've worked with have done or that you do with your clients that really right. help like, build that proper relationship so that you can have those conversations quite a bit easier? So again, uh, yeah, a lot of stuff there, um, Bell. So really good questions. First of all, I mean, the uh, step one, I guess, is the different kinds of conversations you need to have. Like, when would you need to have a tough conversation? Sometimes it's, you know, being accountable. You've agreed on action items and they're not getting them done. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, other times it could be um, maybe maybe even they're doing. You, you, I've had clients where I learned like, oh, I'm you know, I, that's just a family friend who works here. I'm just paying them under the table. And, and then we're having the tough conversations about accounting and legalities of doing things like that. Mm-hmm. right uh, or the illegalities <laughs> um, you know so there's different conversations that you can have certainly a lot of it is around accountability yeah. sometimes it's about complacency frankly mm-hmm. with a lot of you know after you know so many years often as a business owner they do get complacent and then our job is to help them get out of that rut so to speak so those are some of the different scenarios in terms of how you build those relationships and so that you can have those conversations I think there's a couple of key things mm-hmm. one, you got to set expectations very early on. Like my first meeting with every person I work with, we talk about one of my jobs is to tell you the truth and tell you what I think. And sometimes it's hard for me to tell you that. And you don't like necessarily enjoy hearing what I'm going to tell you. I'll do it with kindly. I'll do it from a place of caring, but I will always tell you what I think when it comes to your business. Mm-hmm. Cause that's my job. Yeah. Right. And so setting that expectation, um, early and then honestly building trust by showing your for the next couple of weeks or months or however frequently you know, you're always on time you're prepared you're holding yourself accountable if you screw up you own it um oh that's a great of- one yeah yeah oh. and it that really helps with the, that those conversations when they do happen right because it's the saying like hey I'm, I'm holding up we we both want you to be successful and i think that's where the the good you know relationship needs to happen because there also needs to be that the trust building the the really positive relationship that you have with your you know the, the, your client or the franchise owner that you're working with but then um i love that point about the the not only is it the setting expectations but it's you then holding up your side of those expectations so that when you have those tougher conversations it's not like hey we're both not really doing <laughs> the things we were talking about 
Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, honestly, like when I meet with new franchisees or, or new clients, you know, we talk about these are the things that I'm going to do for you. I'm going to be on time. I'll always be prepared. I will never come unprepared for our meetings. I will always tell you what I think. I will go to bat for you um, when I feel that the franchisor needs to be doing something better to support all these things that I'm going to do. Yeah. Right. And then I uh, and then I outline what I expect in return. And um, and so that really helps. But the other thing you mentioned there, Bell, too, is I think it's really important that you identify who you're dealing with pretty early. You need to be able to work with people and read people, right? So uh, again, I am a, a guy who played a lot of sports in my life and I had a lot of different coaches and you have to know how to talk to your the people you're coaching in these situations. Like you are a coach, some players or some of your colleagues and your clients are gonna respond differently to different approaches, you know? Um, there's another coach I know who, who comes to the AC roundtables, uh, does a great job with this. I don't know if I should name drop or not, but uh, probably not. But anyways, I, I, I'll just call him DJ. Let's just leave it at that. Uh, when he has to have the con tough conversations, he literally does the pretend, all right, guys, I didn't want to have to do that. I'm putting on my coach's hat. And he actually like physically oh, okay. pretends to put on a hat. And he goes, okay, I got, we got to have a tough conversation as your coach. Right. Um, that's and a really creative it, one, actually. I really. And like then when that. he's done, he takes off the coach's hat, and he's like, "Okay, I'm back to being your raving fan and your supporter." Mm -hmm. um, so there's different ways to approach it, and and for DJ that worked. That's worked really well, and I've actually tried it and worked well. Um, for most of my clients, we are all we are very. I, I wouldn't say like we're personally close, but on a business professional level, we have really strong relationships, and so I was like, "Guys, we said, you know, yeah. I'm gonna tell you the truth sometimes." So here we go. But again, I, I often would preface that too. Like, remember, my job is to help you achieve your goals, right? Yeah. So we've set your goals. These are our goals. What I feel is I'm worried that if we continue doing this, we're not going to reach this goal. Mm. I, I, I want to dive a little bit further into that, into the, the different ways you can kind of have those tougher conversations about the accountability or the goal setting. Or compl I love the complacency one. I hadn't actually thought of that. So true. And really reassessing because complacency or or... Um, you know, not feeling motivated or feeling discouraged with things. Those are all things that require kind of a, like a slowdown moment of like, let's assess then, right? Maybe we haven't assessed what the, are these goals not motivating? So there's lots for us to kind of finish up our, our chat here about, but I do want to just pause for a quick commercial break. So we'll be right back. Hey, franchise friends. Did you know that the number one driver of franchise company growth is happy, profitable franchisees? And the key to making your franchisees happy and profitable? Well, it's the right support and coaching to help your owners achieve success. At AC Inc., we help franchisors implement or improve your support and coaching using our proven framework, and it covers everything. From hiring the right coaches, to putting the right systems in place, to getting your franchisees bought into coaching, we are there to guide you at every stage. To learn more, hop on a free initial call with us at angelacote.com slash contact. And we're back. Um, so Brecken, we, um, we've kind of talked a lot about just like the building of the relationship between a field coach and um, a franchise owner, um, what's required in kind of the building of that really strong uh, professional working relationship that 
is going to have that close connection that they know you are, you know, a huge fan and you want them to succeed. And there's that trust built in. Um, but then also, <laughs> um, we've talked even through creative ways with the putting on the hat. I love that idea. But the, the creative ways of kind of having those tougher um, conversations that are required, of course, when you're, you're working towards something sometimes pretty big, sometimes owners have really, you know, huge goals, which is amazing, but it requires sometimes some, some, some hard analytics or some hard, <laughs> hard conversations to, to really get to that point. Um, I want to talk about some other ways to talk about the setting expectations early, but I want to talk about some other ways to kind of bring up those tougher conversations mm -hmm. or other ways that maybe have helped. Um, and I know you do this with franchise owners. We, we do fractional field coaching as part of our, our field coaching offers. Um, yeah. But um, you've done this with, with owners you work with where you have to kind of find different ways and read people differently and like have those people skills to go, okay, here's, you know, one personality type. Here's, you know, how I would kind of approach it this way. Like it, I feel like it, it, it shifts with like person to person. It certainly does. And it, well, it's the same in sports as it is in business, right? You, you know, you can't have a business coach who just approaches every client, just like yeah, you can't have a sports exactly. coach, every yeah. player the same way. Um, I, I know, honestly, like my business coaches and I, we would actually talk about, and, and I still do this with my clients. Like when it's time to have those tough conversations, we can, how do you generally best respond? Like, yeah. Do you find it's easier if I come to you from a place of caring? Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. So like you can ask people right off the bat, like saying, like, "Hey, if I had to bring up something tough with you right now, like, what?" That's actually a great idea because I know um, sometimes when, especially if it's like a bigger thing, like, "Hey, I think we need to reassess," you know, something you're doing here, or if it's, you know, if it's like a tougher, or I know you're really excited, but you know, we haven't actually done this step first, or whatever that looks like. Um, I know some people like to hear it ahead of time, like almost maybe get an email or get some sort of like, Hey, I would like to talk about kind of these and other people freak out. If you say like, hi, I want to talk about these things. Yes. And they run for the hill. Yeah. So that's a, that's a really great call. Actually, the kind of asking like, what, what method would you really love me to take when that moment comes? Cause it, I mean, I, it always will. Yeah. I've had clients and even peers who I've worked with where you're doing peer facilitation or peer feedback and, and. You know, one of the performance groups I was in for the years that when it was someone's turn to kind of be reviewed by their peers, the rule was, do you want uh, kit gloves or gloves off? Oh, okay. Right? And it's, uh, gloves off, of course, is the old hockey analogy there for yes, uh, yeah. our non-Canadian friends or non-hockey lovers out there. Um, but yeah, it meant like, tell me exactly what you think and don't hold back. And, and other people really preferred the kit gloves, please. And that's fine. Yeah, but, it, but as a coach, it is your job to recognize mm -hmm. um, how am I going to coach my client and how are they going to respond if I come in with the gloves off approach, you know, for certain clients that is just going to make them shy away. They won't trust you anymore. They're not going to, they're not going to tell you what's actually going on. You are just going to, you'll see the armor go up and the shields go up and, and that's it. Yeah. You know, you've ruined your relationship. Um, and for other clients I've had, they, they'll tell you, I need a good kick in the butt every now and then. Mm -hmm. Don't hold back. Tell me what you think. Yeah. All right. So, okay. You told me this. Hard. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you got as a, co a good coach, you got to be comfortable doing both. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it's not what's comfortable for you. It's what's what's going to get the best positive outcome for your client mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Totally. That is our job. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that speaks to the the communicating the why behind that, and and that goes back to the setting expectations and the conversation you were just talking about about you know, when there are maybe tougher things we have to get into or, or harder moments, like what is you know, the best method? How do you best respond to, you know, me having to 
say something maybe we don't really want to hear. <laughs> is, it's uh, amazing how many people don't know the answer to that question, too. Yeah, yeah. That is it's, so it's fascinating. Huh. I, I will say as a rule of thumb, I generally err on the side of doing it really nicely rather than the kick in the butt. Uh, um, it's only I, after a while that... I could definitely know. picture that with you. I feel like if, yeah, if you had to be like, Belle, yo, what are you doing? You'd say it very nicely. And I do feel that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> cussing out my clients and, and doing the full, you know, Bobby Knight coaching experience where I'm screaming at people and spitting and all that. I would stuff. say as a general rule for field coaches, that is not <laughs> usually the best. That's method. not something I think we, we promote too much at AC Inc. <laughs> Um, but yeah, knowing, I, I think that just really speaks back to, if anyone hasn't listened to the recent episode, um, oh shoot, I can't remember what number it is right now, but, um, the recent episode with Angela, uh, oh, yeah, that was where, a great one. yeah, where we really talked about the personality traits and the skill sets and kind of the DNA of a field coach. Um, and it, that really speaks to what she was bringing up quite a bit on that episode, which was mm -hmm. the, the softer skills and the being able to really understand people and have empathy and like. I think what you're talking about is a lot of that is it's reading people and, and knowing the best ways to support them in those, in the good moments, right. Knowing how to, how they want to celebrate wins and how they want to, you know, address um, challenges or tough moments as well um, really comes down to those, those people skills for sure. And and it's not just what they're saying or how they're saying it, it's their body language. Like you, you see people start covering up or yeah. looking away. Like you, you just got to read, read them and it's got to be instantaneous and you got to be quick and able to adjust. Mm -hmm. uh, totally. Because if you don't, you're going to lose them. That's amazing. I feel like there's so many key takeaways already from that conversation. And I know we'll, we'll have lots more conversations about, I think people have uh, reached out just about some of the, the field coach and franchisee support conversations we've been having on the podcast lately and just getting some really good feedback. So if you are listening and you do really like this kind of content that really focuses on that, that relationship building or the, how do you best, you know, provide that support, um, you know, at whatever growth stage you're at is system, please do let us know um, or rate and review or send us a note um, on LinkedIn or email or whatever, um, AngelaCote.com, of course, for all of that. But um, yeah, if anyone is interested in any more specific questions on any of the you know topics like this, we, we really want to make sure we're providing the, the value um, that you're looking for. So thank you so much, Brecken. What an awesome episode. Um, anything else before we, we finish up? Nope, that's it. Thanks so much, Bill. It's always a pleasure Amazing. to be here. Amazing. So um, if anyone has not joined um, the Roundtable community yet, uh, please, please do come try one out. They are free roundtables for both established and emerging brands. Um, we've been hosting them for coming up on three years, which is insane. Crazy. Every week, <laughs> these free roundtables, um, our sponsor partners are so incredible um, for helping us keep these so accessible. Um, and come hang out with your peers, collaborate, problem solve. We always have amazing topics. Um, and you can get all the details for that at AngelaCote.com slash roundtables. And we will see you next time and go be awesome. Bye.